Hi, everybody. I'm Fran Curry, and thank you so much for joining us for this edition of Eavesdrop. We're so glad that you're with us today. Want to remind you, you can go to iTunes and find Eavesdrop, or you can go to BigBrainsMedia.com or Stitcher and find us in all those places. You can also download us and uh, subscribe to us if you want to make sure that you don't miss any episodes of Eavesdrop. Today, I'm real happy to welcome uh, a wonderful guest who has uh, just spent a little time in the in the pageant world, in addition to the ministry world, which is, I think, our constant calling. Dallas Teague Schneider joins me today. Hey, Dallas. Hey, Fran. How are you today? <laughs> well, I'm glad to be back on Alabama soil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So tell us about this pageant experience. When I was younger, it was a huge part of my life doing Miss America preliminaries, Miss Alabama preliminaries. And what you're doing, though, is, is something a little different from that. Tell me about your pageant experience. Well, um, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I always put myself out for things like student council and key club when it was not co-ed. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so more of that ambassador role, and they had something like the beauty review in school. And one of the things that had always sort of evaded me was that opportunity opportunity to show up in, with confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I've shared with you guys in the past with my challenge with my mother being bipolar and schizophrenic. Um, my parents divorced at a very young age. I had uh, four, three additional dads by the time I was six till I was 13. So we were really pretty much a single, you know, a single family. Um, and with that, we didn't have the resources to truly be able to be confident. So I was borrowing clothes or um, I never had any coaching. It's all, everything that I did, I sort of just kind of put my myself out there and, and learned is sort of like being uh, thrown in, if you will. So I think the interesting thing about all this is that when I really felt the Holy Spirit nudged me to search out an opportunity for someone like myself in her early <clears throat> to mid 40s, um, <laughs> you know, it was um, it was something that I believe that the little girl in me always wanted to do. Um, but never really felt like she showed up in her most authentic self. So for me, it was really about sort of reliving that dream, if you will, but it turned out to be so much more. Okay. Uh, That is so true. The little girl in you always, like today when you pulled out your case and you said your crown and banner were in, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still (laughs) giddy about the crown. So what what did that crown mean that you had the opportunity to do? Exactly. Well, I have felt the call to be a Christian speaker. And when mm-hmm. I say Christian speaker, it's just my faith. It's And it's, uh, um, you know, I believe that um, Jesus is about love. Right. And so I, I define myself as that. Um, and it's not a place of judgment or, um, you know, thinking people with other faiths or, you know, do not uh, have a purpose or, or, or value. But again, I believe that, you know, love is the, the message of God. So with that, um, I really, when I saw this, it really wasn't about the crown itself. In fact, I had a personal conversation with God, and I said, really, Lord, do you want me to do this? And um, I was driving and um, just kind of had really envisioned Jesus. And, and again, I went, my eyes weren't closed, so this was in my head. <laughs> so just so you know, I wasn't, nobody was injured uh, in the process. But I really saw the Lord put a crown on my head and kiss me on the cheek and say, you are good enough. Mm-hmm. And I just wept. And I said, okay, God, that's it. 
I said, you wore a crown for me. The least I can do is wear a crown for you. So what this has done is, um, even though I have written my memoir and I write a daily blog, you know, a weekly blog called Jesus Knocking, taking theology classes, I am that speaker, I really had not put it out there in a bold way. So what this experience has done, Fran, is it has kind of pushed me out Mm-hmm. if you will, giving me a reason to say, not only am I uh, a leadership coach, a life coach, business etiquette expert, but I'm also this person that wants to encourage you and to let you know that more than anything, Jesus is knocking at your heart and God loves you and you are worth it. Tell me how the the whole thing came about that you would be the representative for Alabama. What, In case there are people listening who may be interested in this in, in other states or here in Alabama, how does that process start that you ended up going to the, the national pageant as Miss Alabama? Absolutely. If people are familiar with pageants in Alabama, they're probably familiar with a state program first. There are not really any laws that dictate pageants. So traditionally, like the Miss Alabama pageant, which, you know, you would start with a local competition, and then you would go into a state competition and then go to the national, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes those ladies compete for many, many years and never have an opportunity to represent Alabama. Um, But, you know, with all the different pageant systems out there, this was a particular one that that offered at-large titles. So what that meant was when I inquired they basically said, well, what is your platform? What do you plan to do with this? And um, and it was for women that were 26 and older. So it was really an opportunity for me to be able, again, to step out boldly with my purpose, much like the other ladies that were there. You had folks that um, represented, um, oh gosh, um, um, post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. You had people that were um, representing the Humane Society, um, heart awareness. Uh, nobody quite as bold as me wearing a crown for Christ. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> but you can imagine with that um, conversation I had with the Lord, um, there was no other platform that I could 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 offer. It just, it didn't seem right for me to talk about mental illness being a platform when it was really about no matter what our challenge is, overcoming that and letting the love of God heal us. That's right. Now, when you went to the pageant, you had an interview with the judges like many other pageants have. You had an an interesting experience in interview. You know, interesting. (laughs) Yes, interesting. Well, we were told that we were not going to be getting any political questions. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll agree with me that uh, politics um, and religion sort of go hand in hand. Right. And so it was very interesting. And I prayed before I went. My big thing was to show up authentically um, and to truly be who I was. The reality is, is that um, I'm five foot two on a good day mm-hmm. with a hairspray <laughs> and, um, you know, just quite un- just a little bit under that, um, you know, and I'm a very petite person. So I'm not the typical person that you would see on the stage for a beauty pageant. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I went and the first thing they asked me was, well, we see you're an author. Who's okay. your favorite author and why? I don't know why I said this, Fran. It was really an excellent answer, quite frankly. Not the most politically correct answer in the pageant yeah. system. Mm-hmm. But I said, the Bible has been around for centuries. Very good. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, and uh, created by many authors, works of many authors, some unknown. Mm. My hope is that one day that I would write something that would have the same lasting impact. 
Oh, excellent, Dallas. Well, I'm sure it started that. <laughs> so the next question was, well, are you currently using your platform? Are you sharing your story? Well, of course. Of course. I, I am. am. Um, <clears throat> and then the third question was, this is interesting. As a believer, I'm always interested to know what people think of when they say God. Mm-hmm. Have you considered, since you are from the Bible Belt, Have you considered that others might not agree with you? Okay. And what did you, how did you respond to that? That's interesting. Well, I said, that's a great question. Of course I did. Mm -hmm. And what I've come to understand is it's not my responsibility. Exactly. Some may hear my voice. Others may not. It's my responsibility to share my heart and encourage them to seek because if they seek, they will find. Oh my goodness! How yeah. long? How long was the interview? It was. It was only four minutes. Really? And so yeah. <laughs> then they got uh, the next questions were about intellectual property and how I would protect their brand when I have this brand, you know. And so when I left, I just went, "Wow!" I thought, "Goodness gracious, where did the Bible come from?" You know, I could have said C.S. Lewis. I could have mm-hmm. said Dr. John Maxwell. Um, <clears throat> But the reality is, is that's what the Holy Spirit wanted me to say. Right. And it is the best-selling book of all time. Yes, it is. So it was the most intelligent answer, and it certainly went with my platform, but it wasn't quite, um, you know, it wasn't the PC answer that the California celebrity judges were necessarily, you know, looking for. And, but I was very, um, I was, I was very great, grateful that I did not waver. Yeah. You mm-hmm. stood. You stood firm for the gospel, for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about in a world where political correctness has taken over and um, looks that it could be the destruction of our society eventually, uh, that you stand for Jesus and you, and you tell the truth. What lessons would you say that you learned from this experience? Well, what was amazing is that I had a young lady who said to me two days before a couple of things that, that really stood out. Um uh, and she was Miss Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, I really believe in signs. I was so excited to meet you. And I thought, oh, well, that's nice. I wonder why. And she said, you know, the John Wayne Airport that we flew in was my grandmother's favorite airport. And secondly, your platform. Wow. And she said, that's why I'm here. So I thought that was amazing. Yeah. And um, and people, several people came up and said, oh, I love your platform. You know, they. I think that... I think the fact that they knew I was stepping out so boldly about that, almost as if they wanted to do that themselves, um, I don't believe everyone has to do that. Again, I had no, there was no question as to what my platform would be. And when I believe that my ministry message is that we all wear a crown of righteousness, we just have to believe to receive. Exactly. You see, Fran, I, I see the crown on your head right now. Oh, Dallas. You're so kind. Well, no, it's the truth. But yet, you know, it's that it's that thing that we, when we, we self-doubt, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we were talking earlier about, even in my past, when we have those triggering moments. Like that, I had a triggering moment today. Right. You know, I had yeah. one two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we have to take those thoughts captive because we are not what others have done to us. Right. We are not, um, we are not the... Um, 
you know, it's their issue. And it's so easy to say that, but it truly is. It really is. It really is. So we have to remind ourselves of that and look to say, what is, who does Jesus say I am? Right. And stand in that. Mm -hmm. Not that we can't, you know, control our, you know, uh, human appetites and, um, you know, um, all those things that we talk about that we can um, do to to make our lives better, mm-hmm. you know, to be more healthy emotionally, mentally, spiritually. One of the things that I really feel I'm called to do is to help the walking wounded. <laughs> and there are a bunch of us in the world. Well, and I millions. Think, yeah, what I think is unique about that is that there are people that have specific calling to ministry, right? You know, whether it's a prison ministry, right? Or whether it's with the homeless, mm-hmm. um, and and in fact, I, I love her joy the the uh, the queen of clean, mm-hmm. and she posted on Facebook. It said something about you know we know we're in a bad state when there's a, a person that's homeless that's white on two eighty, and I thought no, we're in a bad state when anyone is homeless. Exactly. And see, exactly. I want to I want to get so past that and go back to what Dr. King said. Let us all be judging our character. Right. And exactly. stop talking about how we're different and focus on really how much we're really alike. Because when we focus on how we're different, that's where the devil can get in so clearly and Aww. so distinctly to divide us in every way. Mm. When we all have similar pains, yes. we all have similar sufferings. And it is that gift of grace that God gives us that helps us to, to help the walking wounded. Uh, so often, unfortunately, Christians can be the ones who love to shoot the wounded, oh. people blamed for their own mistakes or blamed for things that they've gone through. Um, and that's a message that goes beyond personal responsibility, because, of course, that comes first. Right. But when people are wounded, and we're, we're living in a country right now, people are just devastated. Absolutely. In every way, mm-hmm. in every shape. And yes, there are the devastated on 280. Oh, yeah. And and, and I think and, and I don't mean there are a lot of good. There's a lot of great work happening in our in our churches. Yes, as well. there, yes, there is. But it's a sad day when there are hurting people that are afraid to go to their church because they don't want others to not know that they're perfect and their right. life isn't. You know, isn't cookie cutter, mm-hmm. and um, you know that is that is where I feel with my um, broad opportunity to learn in the, uh, Catholicism, <laughs> and and I like to say, you know, I'm, I've been confirmed, sprinkled, and dunked. And yeah, so, there you, you know, go. Um, but to have that conversation, and just regardless of where we choose to be spiritually fed, right? That we choose to be spiritually fed. And that regardless, Christ is saying, if you seek me, you will will find find me. me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that it's not about how much money we can give at church, how we look, how we smell. Jesus said, whosoever. Whosoever. And we have to be opened open to that message. And you have a a big conference coming up where people will have that opportunity to come and be fed. Tell us about that. Well, it's called Breaking the Chains, Claiming Our Victory in Christ. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know, uh, I guess you figured out, Fran, that I'm so much about claiming our victory and our freedom. Yes. And that's what what, uh, Christ died for us to have. That's right. Uh, The veil was torn. It was finished. Um, and uh, it is going to be September the 13th and 14th. I will be leading the keynote, and we'll talk about wearing our crown for Christ and how we can all do that and be reminded that we are His children 
and uh, deserve a place at the table. Um, we'll also have uh, Cynthia Spell, who's out of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and um, she had a book called um, Defined by Shame, Desired by God. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Mia Cohen will also oh, be talking yeah. about some things. Some, You know, obviously there's some things that we go through physically and, uh, um, you know, that m- can make us doubt our value. Right. And so just some of those things that we deal with from her, her aspect, being a physician and what she sees. We'll have breakout sessions and, of course, the musical stylings by uh, our own Mark Phillips. And Producer of the show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're excited about that. Um, they can go to Transformation Ministries. They can find that um, on the website. There's also a Facebook page called Breaking the Chains Women's Conference. And um, we'll probably start taking registrations really soon. The cost will, will be $49. We're making it very affordable mm-hmm. uh, for two days. Uh, that includes your food. And um, <clears throat> let me just tell you, we're going to have uh, greens and uh, mm. some good old home cooking. So. Southern food, y'all. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. So uh, so anyway, I would say if you're interested, definitely, definitely get your tickets. There's only room for about 300 people. And we feel like this is probably uh, the start of a speaker's bureau, probably start of a group of folks that can travel to various churches because many people want folks, want, you know, they want to do an event, but they don't have the people to make right. it happen. Exactly. And so... Um, so again, I think this is a big, um, big opportunity not only to participate in Birmingham, but for those that that um, listen to our show elsewhere to contact Transformation Ministries about our opportunities to come and bring that to them. Where is the conference going to be held? It's going to be held at New Hope Presbyterian Church uh, right here on Valleydale Road. And so they're very excited. The pastor there, Sherilyn Frost, she um, just opened up her church and said, we want to be part of this effort. And so there's just so many exciting uh, people that are involved in intercessory prayer. We, um, you know, musicians, I mean, so many people bringing their talents Mm -hmm. to make this happen. We just know that God will be there. And so um, um, whether you, you know, whether you've been to many conferences or this will be your first one, we'll make sure that you feel loved and um, we'll, we'll send you in a direction where you can continue to have that support. That's great. And um, as we get ready to close, I have to ask you because there are people who are on the journey to where we have finally gotten to after a lot of tears, mm-hmm. a lot of pain, a lot of kicks in the teeth by people that we love and care about and by some people we don't even know mm-hmm. and care what they think. What do you say to the people who are in the middle of this journey? Because it is it is a difficult journey. It is it is better when you know Jesus because you can say, "Wow, Jesus taught me this and this and this." But for those people in the middle right now, mm-hmm. what do you say to them? Well, I say that life is a four-letter word. Yeah. And it is hard. It is. And quite frankly, even as a Christian, we're never guaranteed we're not going to have trouble. In fact, he said, you will have trouble. Exactly. It's like, that's depressing. <laughs> like, thanks, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, really? We, really, if I become a Christian, does that not mean? <laughs> but, you know, just remember that that regardless of what's happening, God loves you. Mm-hmm. And that um, that we are either headed to a storm mm-hmm. or, we're co- or we're getting out of a storm. Exactly. And um, just celebrate and be grateful mm-hmm. for those things, daily things, because we're never guaranteed another day, Fran. That's right. Never. You never, know, ever. Ever, ever. And remember, when you see something so amazing, like a butterfly that lives for 14 days, yes. what a gift of God that is. Exactly. And every breath that we breathe, mm-hmm. what a gift that is. So... Um, 
you know, for those of you out there that are listening, just know if you ever doubted a day in your life whether you were worthy, whether God loved you, whether you were important, I'm here to tell you that He knew you before you were born. That's right. And He knows exactly who you are and where your heart is, and He just longs to know you. That's right. You need to read Jeremiah chapter 1 for that confirmation that He knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Dallas, thank you so much for being here today. You just inspired me, and I know you've inspired everybody else, and we're looking forward to the conference. And uh, you'll get a good dose of Dallas and Mark Phillips on the, the same weekend, which will be really inspiring to everybody. Thank you very much. It is absolutely my pleasure. And thank you all for listening today. Thank you for being here with us for Eavesdrop. A reminder to you, you can find us on iTunes and you can subscribe. So it'll be downloaded to the device of your choosing. That way you never, ever miss an episode. You can also find us at bigbrainsmedia.com and at stitcher.com. Thanks for being with us. God bless and have a fantastic week.